1: Today, we are speaking with Tim Belaski, another Tim. Tim, how are you, buddy?
0: Doing great, thanks. Good to be here.
1: It's great to speak with you. Tim is the Chief Operating Officer for Marleon Capital. We're going to talk a little bit more about what Marleon's focus around these days, but they are a company that focuses on supporting and making operations more efficient for construction-related businesses. As I said, we'll go into more detail there. On the Marleon Capital story in a second, Tim. Before we get there, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career.
0: Okay, well, I've I've been in management for almost thirty years. Um, coming out of college, I was fortunate to land with a Fortune 500 uh, with a great kind of training uh, situation, um, and that's where I got the foundations for you know the business uh, processes and all the things that I've uh, been involved with the last nearly thirty years. Um, I spent uh, the better part of 20 years with a family-owned large private company. Um, we were in the coffee manufacturing and distribution business throughout the United States. Um, and you know, pre-pandemic, it was a great uh, situation. I obviously, spent you know 20 plus years there, um, and COVID changed that. So, um, since since the pandemic, um, my work has shifted, and I've taken all the management and leadership tools. I learned throughout my career, um, and now we're applying those at Marleon.
1: Excellent. Well, tell me more about Marleon. It sounds really interesting, and uh, sounds like something that we need. So, tell me more about where you guys are playing in the space.
0: Yeah. So, Marleon is a is a company founded by a few entrepreneurs, some, some folks I knew from my uh, business network. Um, so, I had the opportunity to join them about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, what we do is we're shared services management. Company, Uh, So we help small businesses, smaller businesses in the construction and restoration space um, by providing strategic planning, budgeting, financial support, accounting support, uh, HR, payroll and benefits administration. So what we're able to do is is provide all of those services for a multitude of businesses so they don't have to do them on their own. So
1: it's really interesting. I mean, I love the idea of helping those kind of smaller businesses become more efficient. And tell me more about that really in, I'd say the context of, I'd say over the last couple of years, probably a boom that we've been seeing in that construction space and now kind of where we are in the
0: marketplace and construction in general. Yeah. So, so what I've seen in my experienced uh, with these business owners is they're successful entrepreneurs. they built businesses to fairly decent size um, and the you know the the scale of their business has kind of outgrown their capacity to manage it. Um, and that's where we come and we can come in and help them with our expertise um, and working for larger organizations to try to implement the best practices around uh, different parts of the business. We don't certainly tell them how to do the construction because they're experts, and they do a good job there. But what we try to do is we try to help them with all the administration front office uh, to try to squeeze out more profit at the end of the day, um, essentially is what we're doing for these folks.
1: And Tim, I mean, how has the market shifted for those folks as we kind of move from, I'd say, at least it feels from what I see on the macro side, a boom time, I and mean, people were desperate to find any type of home or housing over the last couple of years to, you know, maybe the recession's dampening the story a little bit. What's your take on the temperature right now?
0: So, our, our experience through the pandemic was, um, I would say, unique just because many people were working from home, um, so they decided to take on projects. Um, so, yes, there was somewhat of a boom. The challenge for the industry has been around hiring, enough talent to get the work done. And then also all of the supply chain and cost issues related to construction, which have really, you know, compressed margins and made it more difficult to, you know, operate at a profitable level. So uh, it was a double-edged sword uh, with the supply chain and and materials cost increases. On the supply chain
1: side, has that stabilized a bit? I know there's been so many shortages on (laughs) Literally everything from lumber all the way through right so
0: we do see some things returning to more normal uh, timeframes costs have come down for some materials but I would say uh, pre pandemic versus where we are today we're still we're still uh, many weeks further out on most um, most supplies that we need so. (laughs)
1: And I mean, looking about those smaller business owners as they look into the 2023 landscape, we've seen obviously on the mortgage side, obviously interest rates have gone bananas. You know, is that impacting them as well?
0: Absolutely. You know, when anytime borrowing costs increase, it impacts your ability to finance work and to, to grow your business. So you have to be very, very tactical and strategic about, you know, where you make investments. So um it absolutely is a uh, you know borrowing cost does impact the, the business greatly.
1: So Tim, I mean, I'm gonna ask you to play a little bit of a Nostradamus role here. Uh, so as you you put on that hat and you look at forward, uh, tell me tell me what's on the horizon for you guys and as well as the uh, the
0: construction
1: and restoration industry.
0: Well, there's a lot of consolidation in the industry, uh, which is exciting for us and, you know, um, which is part of the reason we're in the space. Um, we're always looking for those opportunities. Um, you know, it's creating a very competitive environment for us, which, again, I think we uh, we thrive because we believe we we provide a high level of service uh, with excellent results. Um We feel like technology is going to continue to play a vital role as we grow our business and and how we apply different technologies to the way we manage projects, manage our our interactions with our customers, manage our interactions with all of our suppliers. So we do think technology is going to continue to play a big role. And then our use and embrace the way we embrace um, social media um, so we can communicate to our customers current customers, uh, what we're doing um, in in the business, and then how do we attract new customers using those platforms as well. That's
1: great. And I'd just be curious, uh, when you're dealing with these businesses, kind of these small, medium-sized business owners, as they're kind of moving to that next phase of growth, that next size, do you find that they're open to really sharing
0: knowledge across organizations or how does your community work? It it does work, and it's essential because what we find is that you know what one company's doing very well, and another company may be struggling with, and we can cross pollinate with the leaders in those businesses. And my role, really, from an operation standpoint, is to keep those people connected and to take those ideas and and spread them throughout these organizations, so that we don't you know we don't f- fail uh, over and over again. You know, we mm-hmm. learn lessons from each other, which I think is vital to how we uh, can be successful managing these businesses I suppose maybe
1: even you get some economies of scale hopefully maybe if you can get them to work together on some of this stuff I suppose
0: well absolutely because if you have a centralized accounting function you don't need three sets of accountants if you have a centralized HR function you don't need three sets of HR folks we can we can put the expertise in one place and it can serve all entities and that's the idea
1: Excellent. Well, Tim, I mean, I don't see construction or restoration slowing down anytime soon. I've been trying to purchase a property down here in Miami and uh, it's not cheap. (laughs) It's not cheap to figure these things out. So that's a good note. But if someone wanted to learn more about what you and the Marleon Capital team are working on, where's the
0: best place to find you? Well, you you'll notice our, our our website is a landing page, and it's that way for a reason. But certainly, they can they can reach out to me uh, here through LinkedIn or through any other you know means. Um, a couple of our portfolio companies are United Property Restoration Services in Connecticut and Massachusetts. So you could check those guys out, and Landmark Construction and Emergency Services in Memphis, Tennessee, is another big one that you could check out. And those would give you a really good sense of what we do and how we do it. Awesome.
1: Well, Tim, thank you so much for being on on Cage Day. We've been speaking with Tim Belaski. He is the Chief Operating Officer of Marleon Capital. And we've been going through what Marleon Capital is working on, which is really providing management and operations support for restoration and construction-related businesses. We're at a time where the construction industry is continuing to boom, 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 go, go, go. And uh, finding any efficiencies is absolutely critical. And so, Tim, thank you so much for being on the show today. And we look forward to having you back. Right. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye.